Welcome back to the Wild West Crypto Show. I'm Drew. I'm Brent. And we have with us Jonathan Kime, Cryptocurrency Wire. Jonathan, how are you doing? Oh, things are going pretty good, Drew. How about for you two? Going well, going well. Let me ask you, are you having some cold weather up there, snow and stuff this week? Yeah, yeah. We It's definitely gotten colder and we got dumped with snow twice, so it's uh, pretty deep. Oh, man. I mean, we're dying. It's in the 70s here. Well, you know, this time fact, of year, we'd be going to Florida and California, but no, we're just stuck in snow. Hey, in fact, I solid sodded my backyard because I have a new puppy. I, I, I had to get some grass underneath that guy. So I solid sodded my backyard this week. So anyway, Perfect. enjoy your snow. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got some. Let's dive into the stories this week. Visa announces plan to help help banks roll out Bitcoin and trading services. Wow. That you know, it's interesting because the our existing financial system, all the big boys that we talk about every week getting into it, now they're trying to hang on to whatever it is they can with this. They see the writing on the walls. Tell us about that story. They certainly did. I, you know, I was just thinking back to some of the earlier comments from Visa, JP Morgan, and who would have thought, you know, back then they would be helping banks gain acceptance with crypto. So Visa's chief product officer seemed to be very proud to say, I'll just quote directly, we set out to make Visa the bridge between digital currencies and our global network of 70 million merchants. And today we are the leading network for crypto wallets with 35 crypto platforms choosing to issue with Visa. And I'm sure you'll echo these thoughts, but I think they figured out they can either help banks and merchants accept Bitcoin through their rails and get a percentage or see someone else do it. Well, yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of like the horseless carriage is in, in, in the house now. And <laughs> Everybody's going, you know, my buggy whips ain't going to keep doing anything. So They're crying uncle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go to the next one. Bitcoin is now less risky than the Dow, according to Bloomberg's uh, Mike McGlone. Tell us about that one. Yeah, for those who don't know Mike, he is Bloomberg's senior commodity strategist. So definitely someone to pay attention to. He attributes Bitcoin's recent jump to a rising tide of institutional investors adopting the cryptocurrency. He now views $20,000 as the extreme downside level that would only be revisited in case of a black swan event akin to the crash of the global markets back in March. You know, I mean, Jonathan, that's quite a statement, especially from someone of his caliber. Oh, yeah. And and what's funny about it is is most of these comments that we're seeing like this on adoption and everything else, the only place that that really came from was from us and you with us on this show. So I'm glad <laughs> that many people, smart people, are listening to it. You know, <laughs> you know, when I when I was a young broker with Merrill Lynch in 1982, if I did something and I did a lot of covered call writing, if I liked a stock that Merrill liked, I had to go back and recheck my numbers. Okay. <laughs> But I'm not even going to recheck Mike's numbers because Mike's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Get the next one. All right. Bitcoin, an emergency competitor to gold, um, excuse me, emerging competitor to gold, says CME's chief economist. Talk about that one. I'm afraid I'm going to agree with him, too. <laughs> yeah, it's very likely. So as we all know, the CME group is one of the most important worldwide leaders in the commodities game. Bitcoin's fixed supply was brought up, as well as gold's waning appeal as a hedge against global political risk. 
Wow. Uh, you know what? That is a statement. And I'm going to have to read that one because especially I, I think there was a, we talked about it one day in last week's uh, daily update, one of our deals where someone was coming out saying that cryptos, Bitcoin is not a good hedge against the markets. Oh yeah. And then when you dug into it in the last five years, the markets were up X and gold was up 70%. Bitcoin yeah. was up 7,000%. Yeah, yeah. So unreal. he obviously wasn't looking at the numbers. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. Wasn't. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, the thing, and the thing we talk about here is, is, you know, everybody needs to have a little bit of every asset class. So we're not, we're not suggesting that you don't want to have some gold, but the reality is that the, the big gold bugs, you know, they got so much of it. They can't, they couldn't leave home and carry it with them. Mm -hmm. You know, if all of a sudden they have to bug out, and, and it's not like you can shave a little bit of it off and go down to the grocery store and exchange with it and everything else. And so, you know, with the whole world becoming digital and digitized, mm -hmm. it just makes a whole lot more sense that the physical asset, the fact that it's a physical asset is actually a detriment to it to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. And, and that digital asset, you take that thumb drive and run and you got your whole bank account with you. And, and you know, Jonathan, another interesting thing that we haven't really talked about it, but it ties into this. You know, with over 3 billion people being unbanked, and now we know that cell phones, there's actually uh, fewer people unbanked than there are people that don't have cell phones. So they, you they mean more people unbanked than those that don't have cell phones. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So there's more Everybody's cell got a cell phone. Yeah, everybody has if a cell phone. If you want to know where your old cell phone goes, it's gone there. Yeah. And somebody's got it. And what's interesting is, is now with even being able to text cryptocurrency, and we're working with a company out of California right now that is doing the low orbit satellites. We're actually partnering with them on some things, and it is a crypto project. And that will give a global coverage of internet. And so when we talk about things like this and carrying gold around, soon everyone in the world will be able to transact in cryptocurrencies as a result of this coverage. And you're right. They're not going to be carrying around saddle bags of gold. No, not you know? at all. Not at all. It'll be fun to re-talk about that in the future. Great, great, great stories this week, Jonathan, as usual. Yeah. Jonathan, we'll see <laughs> you next you, week, buddy. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, folks. Wild West Crypto Show will be back here in two minutes.